0: Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot and Timothy Goyen, with you. Let's now put cybersecurity in the spotlight.
1: Well, there was uh, an incident on application impersonation that resulted in one man losing his life savings. Ouch.
0: Oh, I don't know how I would react in that scenario. I don't know, too. Yeah, well, uh, even uh, typically reliable applications like, uh, say, Google Play Store, um, it can no longer be fully trusted when, and, you know, individuals like ourselves, we have to remain alert all the time.
1: How do you do that, though, with so many levels of security already in place when we're yeah. doing transactions or even just logging into apps that, uh, you know, we use regularly, how much more inconvenience
0: can there be? Well, I I have a policy of DTA, don't trust anyone. But you know what, our next guest, uh, AppDome, focuses on the mobile aspect of data protection because we are spending a lot of time on the go uh, compared with, you know, in front of our computers.
1: And according to their survey, more than 50% of people here in Singapore are likely to quit Using an app when they perceive a threat on their data. But how do you even know if your data has been compromised, if nothing is obviously on your phone that shows that?
0: Mm. Okay, let's dive into the reaction Singaporeans will give when they're put in such a situation, and how can brands distinguish themselves by providing a more secure user experience. On the line with us is Jan Zazman, who is Mobile App Security Evangelist at AppDone. Uh, Jan, good afternoon. How are you? Very good. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. So, Jan, uh, first of all, tell us about Abdom. What does it do,
1: and what kind of business model do you have?
2: Yeah, well, thank you for asking. We are a mobile cyber defense automation platform that brands all around the world use to build protections in their mobile apps without any coder coding. It's a no code system that allows cyber people and uh, the deaf people inside an organization to work together without any conflict on protecting their mobile apps.
0: Um, Give us an overview of Singaporeans' mobile usage practices. We know it's a lot more than just being on their laptops.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Great question. Um, It turns out that Singaporeans are a mobile dominant audience. So mobile apps are the dominant force in how we spend, contribute, and participate with brands and how we live our lives. I live here Mm. in Singapore. I'm on my phone and using my apps all the time. And and you just made reference to the Singapore Consumer Expectations of Mobile App Security Survey that we conducted. And it seems that year over year, there was an 8% increase in the use of mobile apps versus web channels. And today, 60% of Singaporeans prefer mobile apps over web channels.
1: So how else can businesses w- with mobile apps protect their users from any of these uh, threats that uh, are out there?
2: Yeah, great question. One of the other things that we found most interesting in the survey is that consumers believe it is up to the brands themselves to protect the consumers against threats and attacks. As you just referred to, it is very difficult for us consumers to know if the app we're using got breached or if there's malware on my device or if there's fraud happening against my device. So as it turns out, Mobile consumers here in Singapore don't differentiate between threats or between fraud or between malware on the device. They fully expect the maker of the app to protect them against all of the bad things that are, might be out there. Yeah, and just
0: a point of clarification, when, when you talk about how users don't differentiate between uh, the various types of uh, cybersecurity threats, does that mean that we don't care about cybersecurity or are these two separate issues?
2: On the contrary, I think great question again thanks but on the contrary it turns out that Singaporeans are very well versed when it comes to mobile app security. Almost half, so 31% expect the best type of protection. That means that we want app makers to protect not only our login and our data but also we want them to stop mobile malware and fraud from when we're using the mobile apps. So one of the things that um, really caught my eye in the survey was that 84% of Singaporeans rank security in the app equal or higher than features. Mm. And many app makers think that yeah, features is the most important thing that uh, users want, but as it turns out, the data in the survey says that 84% of Singaporeans rank security as high or higher than features. So 58% of us say that security is equally important, but 26%, one out of four, in consumers here in Singapore will say that uh, security is more important than features.
1: I do wonder if if in that survey, did it show that Singapore users will still rank security as high if there is inconvenience to them if you have to go through several <laughs> levels of authenticating who you are you're not a robot you're this person yeah, did you yeah, log yeah, into. Yeah, this, yeah. You know will it still be as high because i get frustrated when i'm when, when i'm logging into something and i'm asked so many questions or send an otp here and you know did you log into this device there or check your email for 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 verification it just it's too much
2: yeah, no, that's actually a great question. We didn't ask for that um, in the survey, but if you are okay, I would like to use that question in um, next year's... Uh, yes, please in do. <laughs> survey. We're, we're planning on doing in 2023, because I think that's a very, very good question, is convenience versus security or perceived convenience versus security and how that drives behavior so yeah it's a great question
0: yeah but talking about uh, perception i mean and and talking about this survey so in what sense do singaporeans quit using the application uh, when we say quit does it mean like completely delete it off your phone or just like you know what i i'm not going to pursue this
2: further no again very good question so There was something that was really, really interesting in the survey. When consumers feel that brands are protecting them and protecting the app, 95.7% of consumers are willing to become brand advocates, either to tell their friends or post on social media or do a review on the App Store or anything else. On the flip side, 71% of consumers said that they would abandon a brand if the app was not protecting their data or if the app got hacked. That is the reality. So now the perception, if the perception is that the app is not protecting them, so if they read it somewhere or there's some rumor going around but they don't have actual proof, still 60% of consumers will say that they will abandon a brand. And so it is really up to the app maker to go and to communicate with the consumers, with their customers, on what they are doing to protect their data to protect their use, to protect them against malware, to protect them against fraud. And there's many ways of of doing that. So you can, in the release notes in the app, you can specify how you are protecting the consumer. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, when something bad happens, how do you turn that experience into a positive experience? So how do you create a better user experience when bad things happen? So if, for example, one of one of the key things that we're seeing today from an attack standpoint is accessibility abuse where malware that's installed on the device will try to get the user to give additional access to that app say for example a weather app but please give me access to your microphone or to your camera mm-hmm. or, to or to that and you'll And you've seen those prompts come up well that is typical a signature of malware so what an app maker can do is when they protect against that specific threat from the mobile app, they can then present the user with a pop-up notification inside of the, uh, the app and say, hey, we've detected malware on your device. We've detected that that's the type of malware, and we recommend uh, the following things that you can do in order to protect yourself, re- uh, remove this malware, and then continue using our app. So how do you take a negative experience, which is, oh, no, there's a risk here, and how do you turn that around as a brand and use it as an education to the consumer that, hey, we are helping you protect the app. We're helping you protect your dollar, We're helping you protect your use. Mm-hmm. And these are the steps you should take in order to continue using our app, but be protected against the threat.
1: The bottom line is, Jans, there's still too many things to, to, to check, to click yes or no, approve or not. Uh, how can brands make this experience smoother for their users before they're they're dropped off
2: so there's d- different rates you can either communicate this with uh, your users in the uh, release notes you can um, nobody
1: reads re- those notes though uh yeah so yeah. You know, for us it's more like yes 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 we just want to get through this transaction and know that we're going to be safe
2: yeah so you can maybe highlight that um right up front in the in, in the app we, we take your security serious you may see prompts while you're using the app that there is a risk, this is very important to you, or if there is a risk, create a much better user experience by explaining to the person what is happening rather than just closing the app, which is today, unfortunately, with most security solutions, kind of the, the standard solution. A risk is identified by the app for the protections in the app and then the app closes, but the end user doesn't really know what is happening. So if you have the ability to better communicate to the end user what is actually happening, you are then building trust with them.
0: We've been speaking with Jan Seisman, who is a mobile app security evangelist at AppDone. Uh, Jan, I do appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great Wednesday
2: evening. Thank you, you too. And thanks for giving us the opportunity to talk to you and to your listeners.
1: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.